love to talk. So they made a podcast. And that's why we're here. To listen in. And what's it called? It's called Banter Buddies. Welcome to Banter Buddies, episode 33. We are back in the saddle. Brian, my trusty bandmate, best Call friend. me a sidekick. I want to be sidekick. a sidekick. And uh, fellow fellow uh, SNL appreciator, welcome. Welcome back to the show, buddy. Oh, wow, Neil. Thank you. I, it's... Uh, feels good to be welcomed like this. It's nice. Well, it's and, uh, you know, I say we're back in the saddle because we had to take a week off. You know, we had to... You know, we didn't even that. we didn't even plan. We didn't even plan to take a week off. We yeah. Just got in a, we got in a kerfuffle. Yeah. We had to... It's, it's good news, though, because now it's like for a while there was no traveling. So it was like, okay, we can we can blindly do a, a, a podcast every two weeks. No worries. No Nothing on the schedule. And now... It's kind of a nice thing to have little scheduling things, little travel, little, little you know shows, all this stuff uh, potentially gets in the way. So it, yeah, do it, we bring recorders? Lining. Do we bring recorders and do it in the hotel, or do we wait till we're on the <laughs> on the home gear? Yes, which which do we do? So yeah, we, I think we got it figured out. Uh, we're going to start recording kind of earlier in the week behind the scenes. We're recording this on Thursday, everybody. Oh, I know that makes it makes it such so, so different. For you as the listener to know what day we're recording this on, but you know we're going to switch it up. But hey, every now and then there might be a there might be a week we have to take off. And guess what? It's going to be all right. We're, we're still guess around. Guess what? Guess what? Neil, I'm happy to be back. I'm ready to chit chat. Oh, it's uh, it's an afternoon chit chat for us, not an evening chit chat. So I don't mm-hmm. know. Did you just wake up like a minute ago? Yeah, I'm I'm still in bed actually. I brought the bike into my bed, you know, and uh, you know I am sitting upright, but I am very warm and, and cozy in my bed right now. So I think uh, I hope people are into that. I hope people are into um, you know us just being in our element, no matter what time of day it is. I think I think most people um, are cool with that because it's just like they just want us to be comfortable. You know what I mean? They don't, they don't want us to be you know really going way out of our way to, to make a show. It's just like do your thing. You know, we want we want the real life. Um, side of things. I hope do so your anyway. thing, yeah. Neil. I went and um, I read. I read some books for uh, kindergarten and first grade classes at a school by my house, and oh, but I, and I wore the coup gear, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. not not the not Gus's school. I did, I did a, a different Hopkins school, and then all the kids are like, "Where's Neil? Where's Neil?" And I'm just telling them, I'm like, "He's sleeping right now. He's sleeping." It's and it's the truth. It's the truth. Yeah. How did they, did they or how did they feel about that? Were they disappointed? Were they jealous? Like, what I was think for the response? first time ever, these kids were just like, "That's cool. All right. Okay. <laughs> I wish I could sleep in. That's great." Usually, they I get no response. They like, want to know where you are. Like, like I should start saying like he had a medical emergency or something. <laughs> yeah, then you have he, to follow up and let them know that I'm okay. You know, it's a little extra work for you. But I but I, I don't know. It's uh. It's the real deal. I just, I don't even, you're not even, it's just some people, their circadian rhythms just Uh are different. You know what I mean? Everybody in your family is different. I'm just wired to be earlier. Just works out. Yeah. Plus it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's really hard for two people to read a book like that. You know, it's, it's really, it's really overkill. It's really too much. You know, Neil, this, uh, this teacher was Mrs. Thomas. I had, I had earlier uh, i think i don't remember last year sometime i read to them over zoom and i was like you know this this class is this class is pretty cool 
But um, Mrs. Thomas, she goes by Teal. Her name is Teal. So Teal Thomas, great name. Um, she had scanned the books in, and the books were like on the projector. So I didn't even really even need to hold it up. It was wild. I was like, oh, "This is pro." I was like, that, "This teacher's this teacher's next level." Wow, the prep work there—that is impressive. You just prep get level. It up there, and then yeah, then everybody can see. And geez, that's smart projection technology, y'all. That's uh, that's what's up. I like this that. next level. All I wanted to say, we were just talking about sleeping in, and I thought about that. I just like the kid that I said, "You're sleeping in." And um, he was just like, cool. You wanted to, you, you brought this up to broadcast that everyone should email you and um, ask if you can uh, read to their class as well, right? That's that's why you're bringing it up? <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have done that. No. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. I this won't. is Brian's local community. He probably like, walked. Is, is He's doing it because this is where he lives. You know what I mean? And he, he, he was right around the corner. It's like it's it's all it's all a neighborhood situation now. Although I forgot the I forgot the shoes, Neil. Oh. You took the shoes home in um, we got lots in the carry on bag. So I found I went I tried to I was like we gotta have backup gold oh, shoes yeah, somewhere in my garage. But I, you know what I found? <laughs> I found the ones from that we used for the backyard swimsuit video, and oh. they just had so much grass on them. Oh. <laughs> like my whole foot was in grass. I'm glad they were, they were dry. Good. I'm glad they weren't still like moldy and wet or something. That's good. Well, they might have been. They were just frozen. They were probably just frozen. Well, we read sometimes on like Instagram Live or like Facebook Live. So maybe we'll do another one of those sometimes. That's how we'll get to everybody else. Just reading. Yeah. Reading. Um, well, that's that's good. Um, well, today on the show, everybody, we're talking about vacations. So get ready for that. We got callers talking about their dream vacations. And uh, Neil, so we, what is, we'll what's a that. vacation? I don't yeah. think I've ever been uh, adi- adequately like introduced to what a vacation is. Yeah, we kind of had one last week. We we went to California. We'll talk about that later in the show. But you know, it's uh, it's it's time to to take some time away, Brian. It is uh, it's about spacing out and getting away from your normal life, and uh, you know, having a little bit of a rest, a little bit of a reset. So we'll we'll talk about all that with all of our our best friends. We have recommendations. We're gonna play name that tune. So Brian, get ready. I got some sound clips for you. Right, is and it as hard as last time where I missed all the sticks? I feel like it's um I feel like there's four of them and three of them I, I will I would hope that you would get right away and one of them might be challenging. And uh, yeah, then we'll talk new with Koo, just like we said. What's up, Josie the dog? Josie's hey. barking. She sees some friends out front. My dog a squirrel barks. or a dog? No, a squirrel could like walk right up to the window and like tell her that she smells bad and she wouldn't move an inch. But if a dog is like across the street being walked, she loses <laughs> her mind. So uh, it's only dogs. Trigger, triggered this one. And But also if Josie was outside of the window and a dog walked by, she would not say a peep. It's when she is inside. She's a very tough guard dog, y'all. Yeah, part of the podcast, part of my life. But yeah, let's uh, let's jump right in, Brian, to the uh, cuckoo voicemail. Question of the week: If you could go anywhere in the world on vacation, where would you go and why? Let's talk about that one, Brian. You and me first, as we do. We've been lucky; we've been able to travel a lot for work. You know, like doing the show has has really enabled us to see the whole USA, uh, tons of Canada, lots of England. A little bit of Scotland, uh, stuff like that. So, um, you know, we, we've been all over, luckily. So we, I think we should start there because that's very cool. I feel like especially like a lot of small towns and stuff and the small, not that that's like super exotic or whatever, but just like places that we definitely maybe wouldn't have gotten to see if it wasn't for our job to, to be able to travel around and see some stuff. 
Yeah, definitely our geography is is better than most just because of where we've mm. traveled. And then and then we got you and I we uh in college we we backpacked Europe. That was cool. We got yeah. uh, we got to hit some other spots though, but um yeah, we did a lot, of, a lot of western Europe and and big cities in there, so yeah, that was really fun too. That was like 2 weeks. That was like 2006, like the very end of 2006, I want to say. Yeah. Um, what uh Neil, what does vacation mean to you and what are the spots on your list? Oh, vacation. Well, I uh you know, I've I've been traveling, uh, you know, beyond sort of our shows here for a while now. So beyond just like you know, the gigs and and uh, traveling for for coup stuff. You know, I've been taking opportunities to travel around. I've seen so many different countries and continents and stuff. So I've been very lucky to to really cross off a lot of places on my like that were like high on my list. Of, You've hit a lot of continents. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think yeah. So so the main ones that that, that I feel like. The amazing places I really wanted to go. Number one was Japan, you know, in Tokyo. So, you know, I went there in 2017, I believe, and it was it was just a, a magical time. I can't wait to get back. Right now, I'm, I'm kind of wa- looking at it because I want to get back in the next few years. But it's still one of the few places that you can't travel to, <laughs> you know, here in the in the COVID 19 pandemic. So uh, we're waiting on uh, Japan to open up its doors again. Come back around to that one, maybe. But um, yeah, also another place that I really always wanted to go that I have been lucky enough to go is Barcelona, Spain, or just Spain in general. Um, so like those are two big ones for me that um, you know have been incredible. And then more recently, Hong Kong that that was really fun. So just China in general, I guess. So. You know, it's it's more about I guess like countries rather than than specific cities uh, for me as far as like the places I've been so far and been lucky enough to cross off my list. Those are those are some of the big ones. So some What's international travel. What's on the future? Travel. What's on the future list? Well, geez, you know, I had to I had to look because it's like okay, there's lots of places. Like there's so many places I would love to go, but then like to narrow it down to like okay, if I had to pick, like what would the what would the list be? And I think the one I came up with. Um, that, you know, you and I are trying to, again, I want to broadcast this just in case there's some people listening. We're trying to get to Australia, everybody, play some shows in Australia. Um, someday that'll happen, just a matter of when. Um, so that's a place I would love to go to visit as well. So I'm looking forward to that in our, in our future. Nothing, nothing official yet, but soon I feel like it's going to happen. But as sort of a side uh, trip from that, New Zealand, I think, is my number one at this point. Um, to see New Zealand, I think would be incredible. Um, I don't know why necessarily. I want to see it more than Australia. Like they're kind of like, you know, I know they get, you know, they, there's obviously like jokes about, you know, the two of them kind of being at at battle a little bit, like not being confused for one another. And you know, I don't think it's kind of like I think it's kind of a little bit of a uh, Minnesota Wisconsin border battle kind of thing, right? They're they're neighbors and, and people yeah, just it. with a giant sea in between them. You yeah, know? the 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 Tasman Sea as I'm looking at it, is right here in between. Tasmania is right there. <laughs> so you know, there's a little bit of that, but um, you know, so I'd love to go to both places, obviously. But New Zealand has is more intriguing to me, um, you know, and I've just heard it's so beautiful. And I've, I'm not a Lord of the Rings fan, but you know, they shot all that there. So if you can you can picture, you know, some of the amazing scenes from that and the you know rolling hills and the jungles and stuff i think it's pretty diverse um geographically and, and stuff like that you know i kind of picture it almost like scotland was in that kind of way you know maybe not that exact climate but how it was you know you just keep driving lush. And, and it was and lush the, right but it just keeps changing too and it's like oh now we're in the coastlines and there's like cliffs and you know so um i've just heard amazing things about new zealand and the people there and everything and 
you know, frankly, loving Flight of the Concords and then, you know, now the further work of Take a YTT with what we do in the shadows and stuff like that. <laughs> All of that makes me want to go there more, too, and just, like, see the people and see the sheep. Right, that's like the joke about that place. Oh, it's all the sheep and stuff. I was like, I want to see the sheep. I want to see the New Zealand culture a little bit. So I feel like that's my big number one is New Zealand. Um, but there's also lots of other places in Asia that I'd like to see. I'd love to go to uh, Vietnam and, and the Philippines. You got to hit the Jeffy, um, the Jeffy trip. Yeah, I want to see that that area. That's kind of like Southern Asia area. Um, so I think those are my kind of big two areas that. You know, I'd like to travel to um, in the future, and then I guess after that would maybe be some exploring more of South America. I've been to, been lucky enough to go to Brazil to go to uh, Rio de Janeiro, but I think it'd be fun to check out Argentina, maybe Chile, and some different areas of uh, of uh, South America. So that, that those are those are the kind of the ones I mainly am thinking about. But New Zealand is my top of the list. So the world, right? Now. You'd like to see the world. I'm still traveling. Traveling's big. I love I love seeing stuff. And um, I don't know, not to get too deep, but like I feel like, you know, that's one of the things that like I don't have too many like bucket list things. You know what I mean? Like, oh, if make sure you do this before you before you go type of stuff. But like seeing a lot of the world is is that for me, even though I already have been lucky enough to see a lot. So I want to keep endeavoring to uh, get more and more of the world uh, traveled upon. So I, I like traveling a lot. So now your sister it, has important. been to all seven continents. Do you have like a, something inside of you that's like, I got to chase that? No, I mean, Antarctica is, is such a <laughs> possibility. Like that's the main one. If you get to Antarctica, suddenly like getting to all seven continents is like a very real possibility for you. I feel like so that one's a hard one. But she no, did it. I, she did it. She did it. She really did it. She did Antarctica on like a J term trip for like her undergrad. So that trip she just went on to to Egypt. She's yeah. been to Africa a lot. I feel like, yep. but she just did Egypt and they. She like slept on like a giant catamaran. Like I'm just, yeah. I basically just am going to take her list of places she's gone, and I'm just going to follow that. That's that's what I'm doing. Yeah, she's good at because she usually goes solo, but she finds like these groups to travel with and stuff. Like her, um, her latest Africa trip was through this like travel blogger who like turned their blog into like a travel service where they yeah like, all they, trips like, just for solo women. Yeah, and they like host everybody and set up all the stuff. So. You know, there are ways to like, you know, it, travel it seems daunting. Like it is daunting. Like it's really hard to go to, you know, places, especially if they don't speak the language or it's extremely different from where you live. But there are ways to make it easier and there are ways to, you know, link up with other people like you and, and, and kind of it doesn't have to be you going at it alone or a couple going at it solo or whatever. So uh, don't don't uh, don't hold back, y'all. If you want to travel, it's expensive. So you got to save up. But. There's ways to do it, and um, you know I think it's just a great way to. There's nothing. There's nothing more eye-opening than like even just like thinking about you and me going to London as like as like twenty twenty year olds, twenty one year olds. It's like even London, which is very much you know a Western kind of big city like we kind of live in or whatever here in the states or we see. It's like it's amazing and very. It's very important to travel and see other people and see other kinds of ways that people live and stuff like that. Like. It seems obvious, but I think like a lot of people don't get out of their own like little area where they live quite enough. And going on, I guess we're going to have a hard time here because we said vacation. So for some people, yeah. it's like a vacation is like, how do I Relax. pause the real world sure. and like escape and stuff like that? And we're talking about like going discovery. So there are like trips. Trips can be like 
multifaceted. Like I'm gonna go to a cabin and unplug. I'm gonna go to a beach and unplug. Or like I'm gonna like I'm gonna go to places that are outside of my comfort zone. You know. So yeah, and I think like you, but there. I think also there's a way to hopefully do both. Like for me, I I, I would love to be able to kind of do both. That's my always goal in a trip. Like I'm not like a backpacker rough it kind of person at all. Like. So I, I like to, you know, see a lot of Although things. Although you do go, go, go. carry everything in a backpack. Uh, I do have a big backpack. Um, but then also just like build in a couple days where it's like, okay, I'm not going to leave the hotel or I'm going to chill on the beach this day or whatever. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be all one or the other. So like I, I like to split it that way by trying to have a lot of like adventure or like seeing things, but then have build in some time to relax and reset like you said i know we've talked about that before like I, that's the thing i don't understand <laughs> like if we're gonna if my family when we're home we're doing stuff we're going. If we're going on a trip we're doing stuff all the time oh we have stuff planned from 6 a.m to 10 p.m let's go yeah pack totally. a lunch so you don't have to wait in line yeah lunch. exactly let's do it that's that's how that's how you were you were brought up in the in the travel game um okay but for you brian now um you know again we've got to travel a lot for work and for doing shows and things like that and um, like you said, you uh, you know I don't know if you, you've you've had uh, you've had some travels yourself, but more in the stateside kind of things. Um, but uh, what 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 have I guess been some of your recent travels that you've enjoyed? And then like what's on the list for coming up next? Domestically, I've loved trying to check out as many national parks as possible. Like I'm not a beach boy. I'm I yeah. I I can I appreciate the ocean. But I'm so I'm so pale. I'm so fair skinned I don't like putting on sunscreen. So like, I don't like to lay in the sun. Mm-hmm. But um, but I've I think I've been to all all continental forty eight, and then Hawaii. Wow. But I have not been to Alaska. And I know Kristen, our uh, a friend of the podcast, we will meet after Someday. this airs in Seattle and the family. But I got to get oh. up to Alaska, especially because my old boss at the YMCA, she lived up there for like 10 years and then has friends up there who are in like the tourism industry. So they always take a break from that. And they take, when she goes back up, when they hang out, they go on like kayaks through glaciers and stuff like that and sleep on rock beaches and stuff. Wow. And that's what I want to do. I want to and and remember, um, Mark Grady, our buddy from college, oh, yeah. he went up there and worked on like salmon fishing boats in the off season of college, and you know he's kind of been popping around. So I do want to, I do want to, I want to do all of Alaska. I know that includes like lots of traveling and flights because everything is it's giant, you know. So you could take a boat, Brian, if you put your if you took your Dramamine, you could get on a, a boat. I could do it. I could do it. I could do. I could do I a mean, boat I, in the sea for. I know, a, like for a cruises. Cruises get a bad rap. But I feel like that would be a cruise I would want to do. Like, because then you get to see the, you, if it took you around the whole coast. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to do like I wouldn't want to be on the like land. Alaskan yeah. crew. I'd want to do something where like it's a boat with like, sure, like forty people or something. But yeah. that'd be cool. That's a lot of coastline. Whoa. We're lucky a, to we're lucky to know we've we've come across some Alaskans in our lifetime, Brian. You mentioned Kristen, but also our friend Quincy is from Alaska. He went oh, to like, right. high school yeah. and stuff there, and told us a lot about Alaska. And then our friend MC Lars, he's toured a lot there, and I, and I feel like that. You know, we talk about going to Australia and stuff, but like touring in in, in Alaska is another thing we want to do. Play play at least one show there, you know, at some point. But when, well, when you're all the way up there, you probably play multiple, but. That's also on the list for us to get up there and do a show there. So, so hopefully, as far as like vacation, we had a great time in Banff. I know that's hot in mm. Canada, but I would yeah. like to explore more of Jasper, 
Jasper, I believe that I believe it's a national park in Canada, just kind of outside of Edmonton, where we always play at the St. Albert Fest. Cool. So that's that's North America stuff. But after hearing your sister talk about Chile, and um, I've had some friends that have traveled there in the past, Chile and Argentina. I just, um, you know, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll break my vow. I'm gonna eat some fish, you know, by the sea. <laughs> you know, I, that's on the list. I, and I, I really could be. I'm, I'm open to anything. If somebody's like, "Hey, we're gonna go to this place," I'm like, "All right, you, I can make a case for anything. I'm down. I'm down." There is, there isn't a no. Yeah, I don't yeah, have a no on my list, right? That's what's right, tough about totally, it. Totally, yeah. So that's what I get. But also, now you ha- now you have like kids, and it's like, okay, you want to like show them stuff now too. So it's almost like it resets totally. of like what the stuff you see because it's like, oh yeah, gotta show, gotta show so and so the Grand Canyon or whatever, you know what I mean, or whatever, like the national parks that you like or all that, all, whatever it is. They got to see North and South Dakota. In all its glory. <laughs> the Badlands, baby. Oh, my gosh. Let's we have go. driven through North and South Dakota so many times. <laughs> the Black Hills. Yeah, we'll see what's up. So that's what we got. That's what we got. That's probably a elongated version. Everybody else is probably going to be like, I want to go to the hotel and go to the pool. But let's see what other people have to say, Neil. <laughs> yeah, we got some wonderful callers here today who uh, let us know what their, uh, what their uh, anywhere in the world vacation would be. So uh, let's get right into caller number one. Hi, Kikiku Kangaroo. My name's Kay, and I am from Centerville, Ohio, and the place I would like to most visit is Amish, Las Vegas. It's in Florida, just outside of Sarasota, and the reason I want to go there is because two years ago, I went to Las Vegas, Nevada, and it wasn't the greatest. The best part was eating my birthday dinner at Hell's Kitchen, so I thought maybe going to the complete opposite would be better. Have a wonderful day. Bye. (laughs) Okay, what a way to start, Kay. Bringing in the Amish Las Vegas. Brian, I've never heard of this. Have you ever heard of Amish Las Vegas? As we Google no, did she say here. her birthday wasn't the greatest? Yeah, no, she said it wasn't. Yeah, she said, well, she, uh, you know, she said that her trip wasn't the greatest, but the best part was having birthday dinner at Hell's Kitchen, which I think is a restaurant somewhere on the strip. Um, so, <laughs> so there you go, Amish Las Vegas. Oh my gosh. This is, uh, this is okay, there's an article from the BBC, where the Amish go on holiday. <laughs> hey, it's a great spot. I mean, if, you're, oh if, you need a, if you need a little break, but you need still, like, your same lifestyle set up, you got to have a little spot somewhere else. That's a great idea. Okay, it says, during the days, sometimes months they spend together, they relax roles and come into contact with other Anabaptist communities. Okay, right so the, yeah, so relax. And non-Amish to, people you, can attend. Okay, so yeah. So I don't know, I'm asking, can they? Um, hmm, yeah, I guess we'll have to read in a little bit more here. But, I, you know, if just from, you know, surface level, it seems like, you know, just like it sounds, it is it is a place for Amish folks who have a different kind of, uh, you know, rules they live by or whatever to, you know, this is a, a safe place for them where they don't have to have all those rules, but they're still in the... They're still in it, you know what I mean. They're not going to get kicked out or whatever. Um, so I, you know, I think that's that's kind of. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I think it must uh, be something that other folks can come into because I don't know if Kay would have said. I think Kay would have told us if she was Amish. You know what I mean? I feel like that we would know that. <laughs> so Kay wants to Kay wants to kick back from the electronics. Like Vegas was a little too heavy handed, which it is. It is like sensory overload if you focus on the vegas the strip part you know 
specifically, like the casinos and yeah. stuff like that. Like it's that's why I, when we when we go to Vegas, I'm like, can we literally go anywhere but the Strip? Because like <laughs> then Vegas is cool. But I get it. I get it. K. You gotta you gotta decompress. You know, you could just come up to the Boundary Waters and go canoeing, and then you don't have cell service. So, but you can go to Florida if you want. That's cool. Yeah. No. This is uh, yeah. There's an article on Today.com that we'll put into the show notes. Uh, Amish Las Vegas. What happens in Pinecraft stays in Pinecraft. Uh, it's not exactly what, what you expect what? to find alongside a coastal community in southwest Florida situated between Sarasota's white sand beaches and I-75. The small, quote, plain community of Pinecraft, also referred to as the Amish Las Vegas, is where its members of the Amish and Mennonite communities go to let loose. Right on. So, <laughs> so yeah, we'll link to the show to that in the show notes, and you all can learn more about that because uh, that's uh, that's something I've never heard of before. You know, I kind of expected to hear you know a lot of like you said beach places you know idyllic kind of uh you know getaways uh, of a certain type but uh this this is this is why we do the show brian this is what our our, our fans and our friends are into so we gotta learn about some stuff That's <laughs> we're, learning. we're learning we're learning all right with. thank you for the call k let's see who we got next hi cuckoo kangaroo my name is annabelle and i'm from pittsburgh pennsylvania Little heads up, guys, if you didn't know. You didn't change the message. And I'm answering the next question. So the first place I'd go, go if I could, um, not in the middle of winter, though, but I'd go to Minnesota to meet you guys. My second choice is Florida, so I can go to Disney. Okay. I kind of Pittsburgh soon, please. Bye. <laughs> Annabelle, what's up? <laughs> she said, Annabelle, come to Pittsburgh soon, please. <laughs> I like this, Annabelle. Annabelle, uh, calling out Neil for not changing the voicemail. Let's oh, go, Neil. I appreciate it. As a podcast producer, I deserve that. And uh, yeah, I, I didn't change the Google Voice uh, voicemail prompt. And Annabelle, you know, she's such a pro, she went ahead and disregarded it and went ahead and answered the the question for this week instead so thank you for that annabelle and i promptly changed it and uh yeah i gotta get it into my system as soon as as soon as we record this show i have to change the voicemail so thank you for the heads up annabelle thank you for calling me out publicly and uh, i will not edit out that part of your call at all shame is the only way to to make people break do me stuff. down yeah yeah that's it's it a, i'm happy you want to come to minnesota you can you can meet us we do play here more than anywhere else and i think it's funny when people that live in minnesota still say like you guys are from minnesota it's like yeah we play here so much you haven't gotten solicited to come to a show yet (laughs) but you definitely should come to minnesota there's lots of different stuff we try to we joke that we're when we tour like hey we're ambassadors to come to minnesota but we do think it's a lovely place even from like the the two cities or there's kind of some a couple cool places to eat out in uh, certain suburbs and then even beyond that just you have Duluth area that's so cool up by the Great Lakes and then you have you know the Boundary Waters way up north with all the canoeing and even even going up towards you know Moorhead and going up towards towards Canada it's rad you gotta check it out right Neil wouldn't you say 
Wouldn't you say I, coming I to would, Minnesota? I would agree. This is a, you know, I feel like in general, you're speaking kind of more in general, you know, to everybody out there. That's the pitch, I think, you know, for, for most folks to come on out here, you know, come see the beautiful sights, especially if you come in the right time of the year. You know, I like late spring. I like early fall. Uh, summers are nice, too. But, you know, we get the, we get the humidity going pretty strong. So depends on where you're from. But, you know, so I think that's great. There's, there's lots of great things to see. Um, you can add in museums and lots of culture on the cities and other great food. But I think like for Annabelle specifically, you know, I, I know it's kind of cliche, but Nickelodeon Universe at the Mall of America and just the Mall of America in general, um, you know, I think she would enjoy that. I, I can kind of sense her energy from the calls and I think she would love to run wild in a place like uh, MOA. You're trying to say that uh, Annabelle doesn't want to go on a, a canoeing adventure for seven she, days and do one-mile portages in between each lake? What are you talking she's about? She's yeah. not trying to hear about Moorhead and, uh, you know, Alexandria and uh, <laughs> the port boundary waters and stuff. Beautiful places. Don't get, me, also, don't get me it's wrong. A, it's a good reason, and now we have they have some cool indoor water parks. But if you do oh, – yeah. so I grew up right next to the Mall of America. Like when we would – when we would get good grades or some things like that, we would go to the food court, the South Food Court Ooh. at the Mall of America. Like, that was the spot. Like, we've performed so many times at the Mall of America. Like, that is the spot. Is an indoor – It's is it the largest mall in the United States? I think it still is in the U.S., but I think maybe not in North America. But that I'm Edmonton sure. one got pretty yeah, big. Yeah, yeah. But also, yeah, much like that Edmonton Mall, I mean, we got, you know, like you said, there's a water park, there's an aquarium there. I mean, Brian, you are a member of the Minnesota Zoo. Yeah, but like we, that yeah. would be something that Annabelle would like, too, is hitting up the Minnesota Zoo. I feel like we could do that together. That'd be that'd be really fun. And we don't have, like, giant, like, up north they have some ski. They call them mountains. But, like, mm-hmm. in the Twin Cities, we if you're not, like, an avid skier or snowboarder, we got some we got some little hills. So yeah, it doesn't you don't have to go to, like, a... A veil or something like that. So if you want to do one day, you know, test yeah, we out don't, the slopes. We don't have the ski resort here, but we have, yeah, we have like the one day little like couple hills. I mean, we don't have as many cool bridges like Pittsburgh, Annabelle, but. I know you're going to miss stuff. those bridges if you come here. You're going to miss the, the Heinz and the bridges. I like um, I like that uh, Annabelle's second choice is Florida. Like, you know, it's like whatever, <laughs> Disney, Disney. Yeah, I'm not even going to go there. Neil, do you even know that. what Disney is? I've never Jeez. heard of it. And I, I, uh, if. If it, if it was you, you would say like Disney. Does anybody know Disney? Dis- Disney? Yeah. <laughs> That's your move. Okay. Well, Annabelle, we appreciate the, the the flattery of putting Minnesota number one. That is that is some. You're already on the show every time. You know what I mean. You don't need to suck up to us even more. It's okay. We're putting your calls on the show. Don't worry about that. Not many. Maybe it's because it's just show. truth. It's the real. It thing. is. She's keeping deal. it real. And as far as Pittsburgh goes, nothing on the books right now. But. We don't play. We don't get asked to play in Pittsburgh very much. We played the the Moose or whatever downtown, um, but it's it's tough. So hopefully we're we'll playing play. close. We'll be back. We'll be back. Yeah. Close. Hopefully we play in the area, and then you have you can drive less than an hour to come see us this or summer. This book. summer we're playing. Uh, we're playing. We're playing near. You might Nearby. have to. Yeah, you might have to go on uh, a mild, a mild little road trip, but it'll be fun That's if you right. like cuckoo. All right, thanks, Annabelle, for the call. Hey, guys. If I could go on vacation anywhere. Well, first of all, it was great to see you guys, you guys' show uh, in Anaheim. Awesome to meet Brian afterwards. Um, but to answer the question, if I could go anywhere on vacation, it would have to be the Galactic Star Cruiser, the Star Wars Hotel in Florida. I've heard seen, seen some disparaging uh, comments about it. Some people are worried about it. I think it's going to be awesome. 
I know that Ordinary Adventures, the bloggers are there right now, and they're supposed to have their video release of it like any day. So probably there. If not that, then uh, this is random, but I love that movie, The Beach. It's from like the year 2000 with Leonardo DiCaprio. It's somewhere in Thailand, so wherever they filmed that movie, The Beach. So, uh, yeah, one of those two places. All right, guys. Have a great day. And bye. Whoa, Travis. Whoa. Shorty. Was it Travis? He didn't say his name. This, this caller did not introduce themselves, and I, I kind of uh, take issue with that. Oh, th- well, does Travis need to introduce anymore? Uh, I mean, no. Okay, I did know who it was. Fair enough. Uh, but I, I guess I just, you know, I worry about the first-time listener. You know, somebody is listening to our podcast for the first time right now, and they're like, who, who is this guy? Why does he think he d- does not need to say his name or where he is from? Well, that's just how Travis gets bumped off the fan favorite list. You know, yeah, I mean? we, yeah. we're not going to do it, but we're going to get a lot of calls being like, who's this guy you're letting on your pod? You know what I mean? Doesn't even introduce himself. What's going on? Yeah, listen, Travis, he's clearly short on time this week. Usually he leaves a three or four minute message. This one clocked in at a tight 50 seconds. Yeah, um, what's, you what's know, Travis have two he, kids and is a teacher? Come on. what You, you don't have time, Lander? You don't have time for us, Travis? As he mentioned, uh, he saw our show in Anaheim recently, so maybe he thinks like that is good enough. Like because he and because he got to see you in person, like you know that that maybe transcends him out of a place where he can now not say his name and he's just so known. I mean, certainly the Annabelle, Travis, you know, we're going to get to Kristen here. We got we got lots of friends, BJ. We got lots of callers who call in a lot, but I mean, people. I mean, say your name. Say your say where you represent where you're from. You know, so uh, it's okay, Travis. We'll, you know, we'll Wendy. Wendy should call in and say her name. Come on, Wendy. Who? who who's Wendy? Yeah, Wendy. Nobody oh, even knows anymore. I haven't heard that name in decades, years, years, decades. Oh, Wendy. Wow. Okay. I wish someone named Wendy would call into this show. We've never had a caller named Wendy. Travis. We. Uh, I. I talked to Travis and we took a picture and I posted yeah. it. And people from fans of the show were like, "You met the real Travis online." <sighs> like. Thousands of comments. It was cool. Brian, and tell us tell us all about it. What was the, this? Was this is huge, Travis? I apologize. I was eating a sandwich inside and couldn't be bothered to to meet you. But um, to t- tell the tell the folks, um, the listeners of the show, like what was it like to meet Travis? What is he actually like? Uh, it was a dream. His calling, and calling uh, Travis is Travis is fit. I was thinking, <sighs> really? you know, father of two, yeah, teacher, dad, bud, you know, just consuming like. You know, Trader Joe's constantly. Yeah, TJ's. I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't thinking anything, but I just didn't think like hunk. I didn't oh. think hunk for sure. <laughs> wow. Okay. For so sure. Like, so there's a reason hunk. why Travis isn't in our band because like it would just outshine. Yeah, outshine the others. So, okay. so he's he's a, he's a ten out of ten. But then, what about like is he is he a nice person or is he mean to you? Uh, I couldn't get a real. I couldn't get a couldn't get a grip I on noticed that. he I noticed he had sunglasses on I think he wore those inside during our show too that's kind of a red flag just because right he was there. scowling yeah scowling that's, the whole that's, time. Some, yeah. that's some LA stuff right there yeah totally I know he lives well, in, Riv- I know he lives in Riverside County. but yeah, Riverside. that's he, we drove catching... through Riverside we it's, did twice it's by, a, it's, it's by a river I mean it makes sense yeah the name yeah. the name says it all I learned something about California, Brian, that I didn't know before this, and it, it involves Riverside. That area over there is called the Inland Empire. Did you know about the Inland Empire? I've, no, I've never heard of that. Before. AKA the IE. It's like all those like towns like 
just like east of Orange County in LA ah, and stuff. Cool. Like when you go through the mountains, it's like that's the Inland Empire. Like wow, very of, odd to call something an empire, but yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So now we know that. But okay, Travis talking. Okay, about so Star we did Cruiser. talk to Travis, and yeah. you know he was talking about. You know, doing the doing the vlog, doing the vegan food at Disney vlog, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, and how you know it's tough to do it, and I, and I can imagine because like you want to go there with your kids and like enjoy it, but like doing a doing like a review video show like takes time. I, I I've seen I saw some people as we were walking around California Adventures that day, like with their camera and their mic and like <laughs> doing like live updates and stuff like that, and it's like. You don't have time to like enjoy the park if you're doing like a, a video review show. That'd be a lot. So I was saying to Travis, and along your lines, Neil, you think everybody should have a podcast. Travis should do a Trader Joe show. What do you think? <laughs> I, you know, I think that is a wonderful idea. I have no idea of what the current market is or something like that, but I, I would suppo- I would guess it's pretty underserved, and that there's definitely room for a Trader Joe's you know, podcast slash video series. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I'm sure there's some websites covering the, the, you know, ins and outs of the different foods coming and going, but, um, you know, to have a podcast and, and maybe get some behind the scene, maybe, you know, have some, have some Trader Joe's, uh, you know, ex employees or yeah, do some games, know. do a couple yeah. weird interviews, like make it a, make it a Trader Joe's variety experience. It's a really good idea because I feel like Trader Joe's has a sort of specific community around it that like maybe other grocery stores don't. Um, and but yet it's not like a super limited thing where it's like, oh, this is only in L.A. or you can only find this grocery store in New York or something. It's like I think Trader Joe's are pretty well spread out. They're not like madly expensive, right? It's not like going to Whole Foods, is it? It's like it's like kind of it's probably more expensive than a standard grocery store, but so I feel like it's pretty accessible. So I, yeah, I like I like where this is going. I feel like a lot of there's a good market for this is what I'm getting at and it's it's a fun area of like specific and like we said all the fun name foods and everything, like all the how they name their stuff is really interesting to me and yeah, I like this. So I, Brian's always pitching ideas for creative projects. For us, but then for other people as well. So th- this makes a lot of sense that you had a good idea for him to to go on something like that. I like to think if if somebody has if somebody has like a kernel of an idea or a yearning to do some sort of creative project, like let's ho- let's hop on the phone for forty minutes and let's uh, let's get to the bottom of it. But you and I believe is that like get that niche and mm-hmm. make it tighter than you think. Like yeah. make it feel like you don't think there's much to work with. Like make. E- yourself feel like you're boxed in and limited and then therefore you pushing against the walls of like this is all i can do and you like trying to find more that is where you get the creative like that's where the creativity comes in right if you're like i'm gonna make a a whole podcast about animals like that's way too broad too broad you're gonna get lost too many ideas well, and then also with the idea of like a Trader Joe's podcast, I feel like, you know, if you did something like that, it would it would get fans from outside of that world to come in. Like people, I feel like it would be interesting to people who are just like, who know what that is, but aren't like super fans. They'd be like, what? There's a Trader Joe's podcast. I've been there before. Let me check this out. Like, yeah, it's, it's whole, just it's weird so enough. hyper specific that it yeah. makes it intriguing. Totally. So I think that's a really good idea. Um, so Travis, I'm glad. Um, Travis, I'm glad you're a good person and you're very attractive. Apparently, um, Star Cruiser, uh, Galactic Star oh, Cruiser. First Neil, you sailing. told me that we couldn't talk about this because you didn't want to see any. Because you're going, you did. We, you don't want to see any reviews. Well, we can talk about it, but yeah, I don't want to see any reviews. The first uh, uh, sailing, as they say, because it's like a cruise experience. Really, it's like 48 hours. It's like two days, two nights. Uh, 
It's a Star Wars hotel. It just opened in Orlando, Florida, you guys. It's happening right now. The first public cruises are happening right now, and my brother and I will be going at the last weekend of April. So stay tuned for more information about that. But it, I'm very, very excited, and uh, I get it from you know hearing from Travis. He's a big Star Wars fan, big Disney fan. Um, I'm going to be creating a, a costume and a character and stuff. It's very in-depth, right? Well, you don't have to do all that. That's kind of the idea. It's like you can kind of just sit back and watch, but for the prices that we're spending, you got to go deep. I, I want to get every bit of uh, you know, entertainment out of this that I can. So that will be fun. So I'm still working on that. So more to come on that. But I understand where Travis is coming from on that one. Hopefully that goes well. And um, I can know, see why it, this is such a, like we were just talking about a niche thing. This is such a niche thing. And yeah. and so specific and so rare that, and and but Disney is so broad and so huge and so big and so like well known around the world that if you're inviting the press to this, mm-hmm. like like this is this is so unique and so like specific to a type of person, a type of fan, not even like just like fan of the Star Wars universe, like a specific type of fan. On top of that, like I can see why if you had general media go, why you'd be like disparaging, like why would somebody do this? And it's like. That whole line of fandom, like including you and your brother Neil, can raise your hand and be like, "For these twenty reasons," you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so. and, and I think it, basically what who it's for is like kind of the convention crowd of Star Wars fans. Which I've never done that before, but you know, there's this whole world of people who go to Star Wars conventions or comic conventions and dress up as like characters and stuff like that, like for fun. But this is the first time that something has like been official. Like this is fr- Disney owns Star Wars. This is from Disney. This is like canon material. Like this is the stuff that happens on the ship is going to be like officially in the Star Wars universe. And so it's the first time that there's been like an officially sanctioned like, hey, come on this, uh, come on this starship, and there's going to be full like nice dinners. Bring a nice outfit for dinner, and there's going to be you can meet the captain, and you can meet all these characters and stuff. And it's not just a convention where you're in a convention hall in Anaheim or something. You're on. You know, you're in a hotel that is in, that is entirely decked out to be a real spaceship, and so I think like that's the other part of it too. Is like all of this usually fans to, at this level are left to their own devices to kind of like create their own setups or you know meet up at conventions to do this kind of thing. There's never a officially sanctioned kind of way to do this, even though it costs an arm and a leg. Um, so I think that's really cool too. Is that like they're leaning into you know actually making a place that these people can come that's that's official official Star Wars stuff rather than the, the con or whatever. We met those people in the airport as we were very late in LAX trying to like uh, yeah. check our bags in. And I I mean, were you surprised when they were like, they had every piece of Star Wars merch. Like, I'm sure that they have Star Wars toenail clippers like they were on their way to they were on their way to the star cruiser for the for the opening week so yeah they were they were uh they were on their way and yeah we noticed them because they had like an r2d2 luggage and like a c3po luggage and yeah they're like backpacks had like the rebel like patch on it and stuff like that so i was like oh you guys uh you guys been i asked them if they'd been to galaxy's edge or whatever because i thought they were like coming in but i didn't even think because we were on our way out they were on their way to florida so uh they hopefully they had a wonderful time um, and then the last thing tra- uh, Travis said here is the beach. I've never seen the Leo DiCaprio beach film. Ooh. Brian, have you seen that one? Heck yeah. All right. Uh, the the younger, younger Leo. Uh, I'm trying to think of the leader of the beach. I see her name. 
She's the villain in Snowpiercer. Oh, Til- Tilda? Tilda Swinton. Yeah, yeah it's Tilda, Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton is in this one. Yeah, the beach. Uh, Thailand. Yeah, that's what I'm saying about that, like Southern Asia area. That would be beautiful. Any of those, any of that in cities in that zone sound like it'd be really fun, really good food. Like you said, your brother Jeffy uh, went on a big, what, like two-month odyssey out there. He was like riding bikes around there. <laughs> yeah, just bikes, bikes everywhere, you know, two months. Saw it he, all. That sounds knows. good. A beach. Now, that's not just like, that's not like any kind of beach. Like, that is like a secluded island i feel Ooh, like yeah he, in the movie he leaves and goes he has to pick something up like in the city but they're like secluded there on purpose like they like live off the island i believe i can't remember oh. do you some kind of commune recommend thing. The something goes down do you recommend you the film do you recommend the film brian should people check out the beach it's been 2000? so long i couldn't <laughs> tell you okay that's travis he's seen it more recently probably uh okay it, well thank it you it doesn't so hit much. me as like ooh, rewatchable yeah, yeah. It's a, maybe a one-timer. But thanks, Travis, for the call, and uh, thanks for coming to our show. And uh, maybe sometime this podcast will be big enough to where we, we, this will be the show. You know what I mean? People will come to see us do the podcast live instead. What if that gets bigger? No, not happening. <laughs> All right, next, Gala. Hey, Brian and Neil. It's Kristen board calling from Wrangell, Alaska. Um, I believe if I could travel anywhere in the world, I would choose to go to Thailand, uh, mostly just because, it, because I love the uh, culture, I think it looks beautiful, I love the food, I would love to go to the Bangkok area district of Thailand, but we also sponsor some kids and families up in the northwestern areas of Thailand, and so I would hope if I ever get to travel that far, I could get up to their villages, meet them, and um, just see what their life is like and hopefully make a more deep connection with them. Can't wait to see you guys next weekend in Seattle. Bye. All right. Hey, it is go. Kristen right here. I just said it that. We're going to see her. Yeah, Alaska zone. Alaska's finest. Kristen right there. Thailand. Another Thailander here. Back to back, Thailand will be fun. It'd be great to go, and um, even beyond even beyond the big cities, like reasons to go see um, smaller places, like anywhere, like anywhere. I feel like you need to have a two part plan when you visit. Like go big city, and then go see like go far away from the city. Like see both, yes. see see the see both sides of the culture. Like live both places, so you can yeah. get uh, an immerse. An immersive experience, I guess. Yeah, well-rounded. You get the you get the populated and the remote, right? Both uh, both zones of that. But yeah, man, Thailand must be. What's up? I don't remember Jeffy specifically talking about Thailand. Did he mention Thailand specifically to you, Brian? Um, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. It was a long time. He ago. went so many places. Yeah, yeah, man. If you just Google Thailand and look at the pictures, though, it's all about. There's lots of boats. There's lots of the water is just. Just so clear and so like turquoise too. It's just all the beaches look incredible, and then like the city scenes look fun with like the you know kind of very densely populated, but like you know having some probably good really good street food. I think is happening, um, you know, right there in uh, in Thailand. You know, that's something that Kristen said she loves the food and the culture and stuff. So that's awesome. And uh, Kristen also, you know, this is awesome. She is sponsoring kids and families. Right there in Thailand. That's next level. That's 
going above and beyond. She's uh, she's helping the people out over there. That's very cool. That's 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 beyond just uh, going someplace to kick up your feet. She's she's helping people out. What an inspiration! Thanks for doing that, Kristen. You're nice, Kristen. I was thinking about immersive stuff. Um, I've Mm -hmm. I've the only time I've been immersive immersive in a non English speaking speaking country was France. So it's like French, but in choir we went to France Mm -hmm. to like sing, and we lived with a family there for like eight days. Wow! And and like so I lived with this family, but they didn't speak English. It was uh. (laughs) It was cool, and also also southern France is, it's gorgeous. I know that Ooh. has nothing to do with Thailand, but I was just thinking about that. I've never and been. There. It's called banter buddies. I can rant. That's right. I can go That's deep. Right. All right, no, Kristen. Yeah. We're when this airs, we already will have met you. So, wow, Kristen's coming to Seattle just to see us and nothing else. That's that's nah, what I heard. That's nah, what I heard she, her say. She's probably gonna do something else, but that'd be cool. <laughs> She's probably gonna eat eat something at the at the what the market or whatever they call it. No, what's yeah. the thing you? What's Pikes. the food you and Liz like to get? The little uh, the little pierogies or what, what are they called? They're not pierogies. They're oh, like proshkis, proshki, proshkis, proshki, proshki. Oh yeah. Oh get the man. Proshki. They make you're like an herb one. That thing's rocking. Oh, I don't know that where the venue is. That market's so cool. It's expanding. It's I don't know. Yeah, maybe we can get over there. What's Ooh, that venue we played with the bats right across from there? Oh yeah, because this time around playing the crocodile, the one we played was like real, it was like walking distance from it. But I'm not sure if it exists anymore. But we like Seattle, the Emerald City. Fantastic. All right, Kristen, thanks for the call. Can't wait to see you in Seattle. And uh, we got one more caller here. Let's see where they want to go on vacation. Uh, hey, Brian and Neil, this is Gerard from Los Angeles. If I could vacation anywhere in the world, I'd go to Spain to visit some of the small cities um, outside Madrid. Back in 2018, I wrote an essay, and I won this all-expense-paid trip to run in the Seville Marathon in Spain. Um, But the bad thing was I had to go alone without my wife and daughters. Um, So the next year, all four of us were able to go to Spain. We did go to Seville. I got to show them around there. Plus, we also went to Madrid and Barcelona. I think uh, I wanted to go to those places because those were like the big cities of Spain. Um, But when I got home, I realized that there are a bunch of these small towns just outside Madrid that are pretty amazing. They're just a train ride away, and they have awesome old castles and other cool buildings. I mean, we're talking hundreds of years old, which is not like anything we have around here. Uh, I love traveling to new places and just walking around and running all around the town. Um, I can't end this call without thanking you for an amazing show at the Echo last Sunday. It was my first time seeing you guys perform in person, and it's an experience my daughter and I will never forget. I noticed early on that Brian kind of gave me a quick what's up look uh, during Sticky Icky, but I was floored when you guys called me up on stage to join you up on uh, for Popsico. Uh, it was such a surreal moment. Thanks so much for the honor and the experience. I think everyone's probably wondering, like, who is that guy? Anyway, I know you have more shows for the next few months, and I hope all your listeners and other loyal fans pack the audience. Thanks, guys. Bye. Yeah, Gerard. Man, Gerard. Gerard said that he, that we we did an amazing show. Brian, does, does there, do you think all our our listeners are hearing him when he says we do an amazing <laughs> live show? Hmm. I don't Come know. I don't know. Come see us on tour. You guys. I think if you listen to this and you like like one of our songs, then it's just yeah. like you just want to hear one song perform, then we'll just like rant. <laughs> we'll just like talk about random stuff. 
Yeah, that's the most, you know, we if you've seen multiple shows, that's that's the part that changes the most is the banter. So that's, you know, that's why we named the show Banter Buddies as part of what we do on stage too. Gerard's so. so cool. I got to meet uh, Gerard's daughter after the show too. We said, what's up? But um, Gerard is wearing, he was rocking the B, he was rocking like the B uh, antenna. So how could you not see him, you know, in the crowd? He, he was, that's the way to stand out right there. Wear a little piece of a costume on your head. Yeah, I think a lot of people like come. Everybody, everybody does this. Like, I feel like the if they've if they've never heard about us and they just like watch like two videos in their living room and we get these emails. They're like, "Oh my gosh, you guys are so famous! Like, are you guys going to play this arena? It's like we're not the weekend. There's probably going to be like two hundred people at the show. Like, I can uh-huh. see you. We can see you. Even the lights are off. I can see. That's you. right. I'm happy Gerard was there. That was cool. He did a great job. I feel like before last tour, like two years ago, when we'd like we do play Popsico at the show because it's you can't not I guess now anymore. Uh, but um, but we'd like ask like who wants to come up, and we were just getting like twenty shows in a row of people like raising their hand, and then I'd like call them and they'd be like, oh, I didn't think you'd call me, and then they don't even know like it's like why are you raising your hand? So now I'm just like I'm I'm eyeing people up during the show, and I'm like who's got who's got some charisma? Who can do it? I'm just yeah. I'm just who, gonna. I'm just telling you. I'm like, you're coming up. Let's go. Who's not gonna like freeze when they come up? You know what I mean? Like, who's got a little bit of confidence in them? And I think it's good too that you pulled Gerard up too. You know, obviously he's a good person. He calls into our show. We go. We go back with him a little bit. But I think it's good that you rewarded the costume wearing because that's something we've always wanted to get going with our show. Is like wear weird stuff. You know, we always love how people wear costumes of flaming lip shows and stuff so we want to get an element of that going so if you and it's just like i it's eye-catching so if you want to be on stage for popsico it's a good idea to you know stand out in some kind of way costume wise and then you know get into maybe like the first couple songs and show us that you know your stuff and uh, I feel like be over the, 10 <laughs> yeah not be a child and you're uh and uh, you're on the fast track to uh getting on getting on stage to popsico with uh with, with brian and i so neil remember when we started this band and we were just an ipod band and we had costumes and like we would bring like one tub of merch and yeah, we, yeah, thought yeah. It, we thought it'd be a good idea real to lightweight buy a fifth, 15 passenger we bought a 15 mm. passenger van purely to bring costumes for the crowd to wear during our show I was yeah. thinking about that. We have how many did we have like four bins of costumes we'd like set out on the front of the stage for people to wear? And that people was... put them on. Would you ever do that if a band like set out tubs of I mean now it's even weirder COVID times, but like yeah. would you do that? Would you put on a costume if a band had like buckets of costumes? I mean, I think it's a pretty rare situation. So mostly no, but I think to our friends P Lander Z um, they don't necessarily do the costume thing, but they hand out like percussion stuff, and I would get in on that. So I feel like that's my or that's my relation to that. I know it's a little bit different, like putting a big costume on. It's a little more work, but you know, I'm not I'm not opposed to taking something that the band is handing out. You know, you know, get involved in the show a little bit. But yeah, I know you're right. It's a it's it's a, it's a tall a tall ask. A, we did wash order. those things like once a year, so yeah, yeah. And they're now they're just in the rafters of your garage, hanging out, waiting for the next music video or TikTok video <laughs> that needs to be shot. So it's always good to have a ton of costumes, especially easy ones that just just pull over the top of you. You know. Bag costumes, real, real, real easy. We tried, so, yeah. you guys. We tried. We tried. We tried so hard. Um, Wait, we yeah. didn't even talk about Gerard. We even talked about Gerard. Spain. He's all about Spain. Seville. 
Spain in the house. So I've never been to yeah. Spain. You went to Spain. I went to Spain. I went to Barcelona. That was that was beautiful. That was a wonderful time. Uh, but I've never been to Madrid and Seville. So I would like to see more of Spain. Kind of kind of what we're talking about here of seeing more than just the big city. It's kind of what Gerard was saying too of getting some of the you know the the outskirts of town where they have um, you know some different sites to see if you if you're willing to take a train or a bus and get outside the main city so i think that's really important too and like i like his idea of running around town too like you said gerard you know he's uh, or maybe you didn't maybe you were complimenting travis but gerard also a very fit gentleman and uh i like the idea of running you know i like to run in the summers when it's nice. sorry gerard's so. attractive too we met yep. a lot of attractive people mm. but we're in california what can you ex- what do you expect that's- that's how it works. Um, so I like the idea of going for a jog around town. You get to see more, plus you get to work out. So, again, maybe that doesn't fit into most people's idea of vacation. But uh, everybody's got different uh, vacation vibes, you guys. And sometimes it's not vacation uh, if you're not working out a little bit, too. So Is it? Are. I've never worked out on vacation. <laughs> but I do like the idea of having something to do in a town, like having a reason to do. So, like, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it's wild to go to other countries to, like, run marathons, but I know Gerard is, like, a sponsored runner, and he, like, laughs when I talk about that as a joke, but, like, I follow him on Instagram, and, like, he's a sponsored marathon runner. It's wild. But, like, to have a reason to go somewhere, like, hey, I have this event. Like, let's go. Like, otherwise, sometimes I don't – that doesn't get me out the door. Like, I'm not proactive in that certain way like you are, Neil. Yeah. Of, like, I'm going to go to this place. I'm going to make time of my schedule, so sometimes I need to be like. But then, then we'll book a show place. We're like we're all, we'll always book a show in a nice place, and I'll be like, no, I'm not going to bring the family. Too much work. Too much yeah. work. I'm or, or I'm not staying an extra day. I'm going. I'm I'm getting out here as soon as I can. Yeah, I got to get home. <laughs> yeah, so maybe I'm. Geez, I'm just terrible at vacationing. <laughs> There's so much to do. I got to think. The only the last time I went on an actual vacation. You went to you went up north, and then you went you did you did, um, you did um, Portland, Maine, right? You did the Maine vacation. Oh, that's right. Think that about last, that one. Yeah, that was before that was before kids, right? Yeah, so that was five years, six years ago. Was it? No, no, I maybe Gus was born. He must have been born. You did Maine, and then you did yeah, you did up north little vacations and stuff like those count like little getaways. But I know what you sure. mean. they're not they're sure, not sure, as sure. grand or whatever. I guess but. going camping when I went to where did I go up in like the UP of Michigan with. Oh yeah, Mad- Maddie and Ryan Reed. Yeah, I think a vacation to me is when I go in the woods and there's no cell service. Yep, and, and I can just I just would sit by a fire. That's friends. it. That's yeah. all I need. Fire. Yeah, you're 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 a simple man, Brian. That is good. That is good. Um, Gerard, we well, gotta we gotta go cheer on Gerard at a at a marathon sometime. If he ever yeah. does the marathon, what's the one your sister just did? And Eric Twin Cities marathon. Then there's. Then the Duluth one is Grandma's or something. Oh yeah, Grandma's. I, I think yeah. the one here is just called Twin Cities Marathon, but maybe. I'm Gerard, not. you come do the Twin Cities. We'll cheer you on. Probably a mile yeah. ten or something like that. We'll bring you some beer. Come on down. We'll party. All right. Is All that right. the end of the? That's the end of our calls. That's the end of our calls. We're, Neil, we're, it's we're an hour we were into little, the show. We were chatty today. It's like we haven't been next to each other for ten days, constantly talking. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we had to get back on and, and catch up with each other as well as our. Wonderful callers that uh, some of them we saw on the road. So revving that, up. That's fantastic. Well, um, uh, next next episode of Banter Buddies, which will probably be out in two weeks. I uh, can't promise it, but probably um, we're going to get back to uh, the mailbag type of episodes. Every few months, we like to 
uh, you know, you know, flip the script a little bit and uh, not have it be, a, you know, a question you have to answer or a specific prompt, but instead just mailbag. Just ask us whatever you want. You can follow up on an old episode, maybe something we've uh, maybe just talked about randomly on, on this show, or just a question about the band, your songs, or videos, or touring, or anything like that. Whatever you want, you just gotta call in and uh, leave us a voicemail. 612-424-0036 is the telephone number to dial. You'll be directly connected to our voicemail, and you just say that question. Just give Put- us some weird, yeah, give us some weird questions if you've called in before. Pitch us something mm-hmm. we've never talked about before. Give us a give us a topic to go uh, go two minutes on. Maybe just be like cuckoo kangaroo. Let's go. Just talk about primary colors. Two minutes. Yeah, go I'm, timer. I feel like a lot of our callers do take that opportunity. I guess you know Travis really does the best at it. Of I guess I would call it sort of a Trojan horse question where you, the reason you're here is you know hey there's a there's a question I have to ask you for this mailbag for this mailbag pod. But then I'm also going to talk for another minute and rant about a thing or uh, make a point or, um, you know, it's about something else as well. So really, as long as you have one question for, for us after that, I mean, again, we probably won't cut it out. You can, um, you can, you know. I mean, t- that's too hard. Then you got to edit stuff. I mean, it's just yeah, that's what Nobody I'm cuts anything so, about pods. Yeah. So just, uh, you, you know, need the whatever content. you want to say, this is a platform for you to talk to our um, dozens of listeners, you guys. So call us, 612-424-0036. Mailbag, we want to hear from you. Your questions for us. If you've never Gregory. called in before, call Ooh. in. This is a perfect opportunity. Just yeah, call in. Just call in and say your name. Neil yep. will put you in. Yep, you could say, hi, my name is Tom. Do you know what my middle name is? Click, and that's a question. <laughs> okay, so that counts. We would have to put it on the show. So, uh Yeah. Uh, I dare you guys to do something like that. All right, right that that does it for Cuckoo Voicemail. Can't wait to hear from you uh, next time around. But uh, the next part of our show is called Recommendations. All righty, we have uh, two things to tell you about. I have one thing. Brian has one thing. I got one. And uh, these are, um, this is this is what we think you need to know about. Brian, why don't you get us started out today? What do, uh, what do you want to tell the folks about out there in podcast land? All right. Wordle is hot on the streets. It is a mm. beautiful, simple mobile device game. I think it's only, no, you can play it on your desktop, right? You, you play it daily, Brian. Wordle. One thing. I'm more of a Twitter person than you, but do you think like that you should be posting the the wordle thing to our twitter account like how big is that in the wordle world nah. you know what i mean is that like not necessary and it's really about doing it and like like you were talking to our manager chris about it and stuff is it more about like talking in person about it i don't for know you, for you i don't know i think wordle is nice to share with like a little like if you have your like one wordle buddy Okay. Like I like I got my father in law in on Wordle and he shares his score with us like almost down to the minute every day. Like this is what I got and makes like a little <laughs> quote about it. Like Jim yeah. goes like he goes like getting getting on a hot streak. Got it in three. <laughs> <laughs> like stuff like that. It's so fun. It's so fun to say. And I don't even share it back, but that doesn't like dissuade him to like share it. It almost reminds me to do it. Like I forget, like I just love the simplicity, anyways. But it's this is not know, about Wordle. This is not about. That's not I was what asking because I didn't know if like there was lots of people listening who'd be like, "Oh my gosh, Brian plays Wordle. 
we didn't know. You didn't post about it. Like, I didn't know how if, like, that was, like, a big part of, like, the game is, like, if you don't post it, are you even playing it type of stuff. I feel like Wordle <laughs> kind of, like, it didn't blow up, but it got into the zeitgeist enough that it's, like, mm-hmm. everybody knows about Wordle. I don't want to, like. Okay. Unless I should, I don't know, but I'm not going to. Actually, I don't even care. If you, even if you say I should, I won't do it. Mm. But, uh, okay, so here's my next game that I think people should try if you're enjoying Wordle. It is a once-a-day thing. It's called Quirtle. So it's Q-U-O-R-D-L-E. Same Ooh. thing, just like a website, not an app. And it's uh, Quirtle like quad. So you have four five-letter boxes, right, that you write in. So, like, let's say, let's, like, Today I wrote in, the first thing I wrote in was smear, right? So you type in smear, and it goes at the top of all four boxes, and you have, um, I believe it's seven chances to figure out all four different words in all four boxes, and they still use the same theory and same way, like the yellow box is a Got the letter right, put the wrong spot. Green is right, but you have you have to write in the same word for all four, and you have to you have seven chances to discover what all four words are. It took me some practice to figure out it, figure it out, but now um, I like it. If you're like, I got my Wordle, and now I want something a little more complicated. So, anyways, we shared it with our manager Chris. We shared Wordle, and then he's like, after he got into it, because. We just found out that his mom's a big puzzle and word game freak, and they love <laughs> they love Jeopardy, and they love puzzles, and they love Sudoku, and they love um, just just uh, jigsaw puzzles. But um, he came back with Quirtle, and I've I've appreciated it. I've been doing it every day. So it's like jumbo, qu- qu- it's jumbo Wordle, really, right? It's just like it's 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 times four. The little uh, the little blob on the blurb on the website says, "Put your skills to the test and solve four wordles at once. You have nine guesses to solve all four words." Boom, boom, nine guesses. Wordle. There you go. If 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 wordle oh, is not nine? enough, oh it's nine. Oh, it's oh yes, I'm looking at it. Yeah, today wor- I figured it out in nine, and it's and it's wild. Some of the words like it today was carve, meter, smear. No, so oh, no mourn, and Ovine, which I didn't even know. Like Ovine. that was a Hail Mary pass at the oh, end. I've never heard that word. Like I had the five letters and only the E available. And it's like you know, you're like the it has to start with one of these three vowels. Mm-hmm. And it was this is interesting. All right, what you got, Neil? What you got for recommendations? Very cool. No, that's great. Uh recommendations today. Okay, so uh obviously big uh big uh you know Disney Parks fan, big uh you know singing animatronic robot show fan. So, you know, I love the Country Bear Jamboree, Brian. You love the Country Bear Jamboree. You really love it. Yeah, I've really come to I've really come to appreciate it more and more as time has gone on. And I think it, there's part of it where it's just like I feel like it's going to go away soon, so I'm trying to appreciate it as much as possible. So I don't feel like once it is gone that like, oh, I didn't get to see it or I didn't get to think about it or I didn't get to whatever. You're soaking but it up. You're soaking it up. Soaking it up. I just love the idea of of a of a singing robot band i always have even from the early days of going to chuck e cheese and stuff like that like i think it's i think it's such a ridiculous idea i think it's so funny um and but also the country bears the the song they're all covers and they're it's the most like blue show you can see at walt disney world right there's it's it's the most like kind of borderline inappropriate 
kind of show at Walt Disney World. Some of the topics they're singing about, the bears are openly drinking on stage. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. But um, there's a big community of country bear fans out there, obviously, like there is with everything obviously. in the world. Uh, I mean, you know, everything has its own fandom these days, but especially, you know, stuff like Disney Parks and all that. But there is a wonderful, um, one of my favorite YouTube uh, channels, um, it's actually, uh, so the show is called the country bear collector show. That's what I want to tell you about today. And, uh, unfortunately this show is like part of, um, a larger channel. So the channel is called Saturday morning media. That's the YouTube channel. You're going to want to go to We'll link to all this in the show notes. But within that, this person does, um, short reviews of, um, country bear collectibles. And, uh, as you can imagine, there is some, there's some great stuff, but there's also some like very like small stuff. Like he will he will review an individual pin, like a Disney pin that has a country bear on it. Um, so it's very exhaustive in that kind of way, right? Like no, it doesn't have to say country bears on it or whatever. Even if it's like one of the characters is in this pin or on this piece of merch, he will review it. Now a lot of it is really great, like specific country bear stuff and really old stuff too. Um, it's really really good. And also what I love about it. Um, is that they're all really short because it's because you're just reviewing a pin. It's a two and a half minute video or whatever. It's not, you know, he's not going deep into all this stuff. It's really just about the quantity and about having a short video on every little tiny piece of merch. And with the 50th anniversary, there's been tons of new Country Bear stuff because Country Bear Jamboree opened with the park in 1971. Um, Country Bears is still huge in Tokyo um, at Tokyo Disneyland. So there's lots of Japanese merch that he'll have on, which is really fascinating because they do merch. Merch, it's next level over there at the merch at, at Tokyo Disneyland. So it's really great just to see his fandom. The other funny thing, then, Brian, this is where you're really going to love this. He has like this great, like, so his face is never on it. It's just the item. And then like this wooden backdrop, like a fake wood backdrop. But then when he reviews it, first of all, he has kind of a southern drawl to his speech, which is great. I think it's real. I think, I assume it's real. But then he also reviews the item with a bear. He has a bear, like, um, paw, like, glove on, essentially. So he, when he, like, shows you the item and, like, holds it close to the camera or whatever, it's a, it's a bear paw. It's so funny. He doesn't take himself too seriously, but he's clearly a super big nerd about this stuff. And I just love how quick the videos are. There's, like, a really great banjo track behind every single one. You know what I mean? So it's, like, it's got the music behind it. He's very talented. I don't know if he, like, runs the rest of the Saturday morning, morning media thing. I should probably check some more of that out. But I am specifically recommending the Country Bear Collector Show. Even if you're not into Country Bears, you should check this out because it's really fun how he wears the glove and talks in the in the drawl and does the has the backdrop and stuff. It's just a really fun nerdy thing, and uh, I wanted to let people know about that. So check out the Country Bear Collector Show on YouTube, and it'll be in our show notes as well. Uh, Quartle. So all of that stuff will be in there for you to check out. We're recommending things because we like them, and we think you might too. There you go. All right, recommendations is done. Time to quiz Brian. Time to see if we can stump him with a little game called Name That Tune. Oh, no. All right, Name That Tune, the game where Brian guesses songs based on a theme, typically. And our theme today is vacation. So I pulled some vacation-based songs here, Brian. A lot of them I think are pretty obvious, so I got the, I got the clips like short. So I tried to make short clips here. As I said, I don't know. I think there's one of these that you might have a hard time with, but uh, let's see how you do. I love course. it. I want it to I literally I only want you to go hard. 
Okay, well, I should have gone harder then, but uh, everyone. That's okay. I, for I'm the thinking future, about the friends at home too who are playing along. Is you know, smart. no, I want it. I want if I'm not kicking myself after our pod, <laughs> like you did not succeed. Like, okay. I think you should try to stump me. Okay. I think you should try to stump me. I think that should be the goal. Yeah. Instead, the segment should be called Stump Brian, and then it's like different games to to stump Brian. I get it. Um, all right. Here is tune number one. Okay. A little, oh, that's a little, easy. That's a little, uh, a little bit of some steel drums here. One more time. Just a little melody. No vocals in there, Brian. But as you said, it might be a little too easy. This is one of the classic vacation songs, maybe of all time. Oh, but, I get it. I love that you have a theme, but you don't tell me. There we go. That's cool. Yeah, we got the theme. The theme is the sh- same theme as the show. What is that tune? Name that tune. That's uh, that's Kokomo from. The Beach Boys. Kokomo from the Beach Boys, which I recently learned uh, from Podcast The Ride. Um, Scott Gardner is a big Beach Boys fan, like legit. I didn't really know that the Kokomo thing was like, it's not considered like good. <laughs> like no, I know so little cheese. about Beach it's Boys. And it's like it's like late era and I didn't really understand at the time. Because I, I like got into the song as like an eight-year-old, like in 1993 or something. Like I didn't get it. So like, I, I, so I didn't really understand the full scope of Beach Boys and how like, this is like late era, like bad Beach Boys. <laughs> I think that's funny. Um, it's their corny, their corny stuff. Although the music video is shot in front of the Grand Floridian at Walt Disney World, so check it out. Um, okay, you nailed that one. Hopefully, this one's a little tougher. Tune two. I got it. Oh, that's some Coles music right there, Brian. Uh, so you some... even referenced this on our last vacation. You like oh, no. name checked this song. That's great. Uh, wait, 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 one more time. Oh, so Coles right there. Name that tune, Brian. Soak up the sun, Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow, ding, ding, ding. Soak up the sun. You know she wants to get out there on the beach. She's trying to. She's trying to relax. She's trying to soak up the sun. So, yeah, another vacation song there for you. All right, number three. Gosh, I know you like this song, too. I, I should have made these harder. Anyway, here's number three. Can we get away this weekend? Take me to Broadway. Oh, now maybe one that fewer people know about, but I know specifically you like this song. Can we get away this weekend? Take me to Broadway. Ooh, I like that. What's uh, Name that tune, Brian. Okay, that's, that's a, a UK artist named Estelle. And the song is called American Boy, and uh, Kanye's on it. Featuring Kanye. Some great Kanye verses right there. Just uh, touched down in the London town. <laughs> he's got he's got a good... Uh, some of his rhymes are pretty rough. So. In this song or just in general? On this sort of song. <laughs> yeah, I, there's, I haven't heard it in a while, so when I listened to it yesterday, I was like, oh, man, some of these are fun. Uh, look at this peak coat. Tell me he's broke. I like that one. <laughs> That's a funny one. Okay, hopefully this one stumps you, though. I don't know how you guys are doing at home. Uh, maybe you're a three for three as well. But uh, I know you like this band, but it's kind of a deep cut. Let's see what we have here. All right. Gave you a little vocal there to help you out. I think Travis and Riverside might know this one. Let's go away for a while. Brian, can you name that tune? Or did I, I mean, that's you? Rivers' voice. I'm trying to think of the uh-huh. track, though. It is the Wheeze. It is Weezer. Um, It's a Blue Album track. Oh, getting warmer. It's a Blue Album track. Uh, the first thing that came to mind, I thought it was in the garage, but it's not. I think mm-hmm. it's got to be. There's... um. 
Oh, what's the other like beach one on that record? There's the surfing song. We're yeah, going yeah. surfing. It's not that one. No, that, you okay. could, could have done um, that one garage, too. Garage, garage surfing. Say and so. <laughs> Isn't there? Oh, there's a holiday song. Holiday. Oh, uh, you got it. You worked your way to it. The song is simply called Holiday. Is that what yep. the song is called? Yep. Okay, on right on. Heartbeat. Yeah. Heartbeat. <laughs> Yeah, yep. that's great. Yep, holiday. It's in three four. It's a it's a waltz rock song. Great tune. What's the last song that's long? That's the garage that's on, song. That's only in dreams is the last song. Oh yeah, on the record. But in the garage is. The, oh yeah, mm. in the garage. In and dun, dun, dun. Oh yeah, then because only in dreams is like only in yeah dun, 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 dun. yeah that's a hit i love that song yeah. i couldn't yeah. believe they played it when we saw them at summerfest or what's it called in milwaukee yeah, yeah, summerfest yeah, yeah. yeah summerfest they played only in dreams i couldn't believe it that was that's amazing wild. well they Super did that met, uh, you you've uh you were or maybe other people were kind of hating on it but they did a medley of songs yeah. in the middle were I you mean, hating I, on it I mean, I, I'm obviously I would want them to play the full songs, but I, I, I guess I understood, you know, as like a person in a band or whatever. Especially for them, they've been around for like 30 years or whatever. It's like, yeah, tons and tons of songs. That's one way to like, you know, get get to everybody is doing little little short versions of songs. So I get it. It's all good. I, I appreciate. It. I appreciate. Well, it at I just least think especially them a, when they have like three thousand songs, right? They have and like ten or eleven like, albums, yeah. Yeah, from all over the place. It's like, hey, if you want to like have a couple touch points so that people don't like write online, like they never yeah. play going surfing. Yeah, so, what's that song called? Surf what? It's surf- called Surf Wax America. Oh, I would have gotten that wrong. Yeah, yeah, should have quizzed you on that one. All right, nice work. You got all four of those. I promise yeah, to make job. them harder and get you to have zero out of four um, next time. I just feel like that's bad radio though, or something. It's like a bummer if like. <laughs> I stump you for 10 minutes or something. Well, I don't know. I feel like it engages. Like, I think about when I listen to Sean McPherson on the current morning show when he does mm-hmm. trivia. Yeah. I guess you want to get like one right. Yeah. But it's, There's a it's sweet fun. Spot. It's fun when people don't know because then, as the listener back home, you're like, what? You don't know this yeah. song? What's wrong? Yeah. You're like screaming, like your blood pressure raised for no, like over a Goo Goo Dolls song or something like that. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, you could say that you beat Brian's. If you uh, don't know uh, the capital of North Dakota's Pierre, come on. <laughs> I love it. All right, one more segment here. It's called New with Koo. Is this even a segment? It's a segment where we uh, where we talk about our upcoming shows primarily. No, we just want to let you know what we're up to so you can check it out. But also, we got to do a better job of talking about kind of how we've just been doing personally and stuff, what we've been up to. Because, you know, we talked to, you know, we heard from our friend Travis. We heard from our friend Gerard. They both got to see us in California. Good to see them as well. But we get to hang out a lot in California, too. We kicked it in Santa Ana for a while. That was that was our vacation. That was uh that's that's basically yeah. So we had two weekends of of California and Neil. Arizona two of shows. the five Aquabats came out to our shows. Oh my god! What an man. honor! Yeah, one was a robot. One was just made of bones. A bone, and uh, one was a bone. And uh, yeah, that was very nice. So it was good to good to see some people again. Good to see some friends who we hadn't seen. You know, the last time we did a tour was in, primarily in California in like January, late January, early February, eleven of shows, twenty. So, you know, that was kind of our last tour. So good to get back out and see some of those 
folks again, our friend Tracy and uh, her fam and, and stuff like that. So lots and lots of people. And uh, we got to go to Disneyland. We had a great day together, you and me, Disneyland. Um, I'm happy to report that uh, Brian did a number of roller coasters, you guys. Um, you know, this is something, you know, Brian struggles with motion sickness. I didn't and, vomit. Uh, did not puke. And, uh, you know, I, I, I feel like I have a good handle on what Brian can and cannot handle. Um, or cannot his belly can't handle, I suppose. So, um, you know, but I, we did we did Matterhorn uh, bobsleds, which is only existing in Disneyland. So we had to do that big Thunder Mountain Railroad had to do that one. So I feel like those are some good coasters that, uh, you know, they're super fun, especially big thunder at night. That's a really great one. Um, so I, you got to give it up to Brian here. You guys, he uh, as, as a non ride person, he did some some pretty thrilling ones. It was fun, Neil. I will actually say that I enjoyed myself. Yeah, you. I feel like you were able to, you know, just relax a little bit and get away from the email and the merch of it all, and you know, just just uh, you know, that's that's what Disneyland's good for. It puts you in a whole different world. Maybe really, I had a really, had a vacation, of... Neil. Whoa! Oh, don't say it out loud, Neil. I was thinking we should change this. We should change this segment to. Uh, Cuckoo Kangaroo's merch sourcing email thread where Ooh. we just like we just kind of like we talk about the behind the scenes of like trying to make merch happen and like we get all the way to the end and like we get the final like price and we give it the thumbs up or the thumbs down or in the future that maybe I don't know if people want to hear like merchandising behind the scenes for a small indie band that likes to purchase only like 150 units of each item. <laughs> Yeah, you can learn all about um, sort of price cuts and, uh, you know, volume buying. And uh, you can learn about how we've been trying to make a lunchbox for the last five years and sort of, you know, why why it hasn't happened yet. It's very uh, it's very illuminating and frustrating at the same time. It's good, it's good stuff in there. It's, um, it's just uh, it's great. It's great radio. Neil. Yeah, it's great radio. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, so we had a good time in California. Brian, now, I, I not to keep it all about Disneyland, but can tell so what was your absolute favorite attraction at Disneyland? Was because we did a lot of new stuff you never done before. Lots of new stuff at the parks. What, what was number 1 for you? Well, a couple a couple good things made it fun for me. One, I like got a couple good nights sleep. Mm-hmm. I we got our my my to-do list got down to like two buttons. It was like, you know, on the like to-do on your yeah. phone. I got that down to two. And we got our email down for 48 hours. We cleared it out. It was Ooh. down to zero. It was incredible. Zero. It was an incredible feeling. Now it came back like right away and whatever. But we did that and I got we got some stuff done. So we got that cleared out. Then on top of it, it was it was a California day and I wore a sweatshirt. The whole time and like long <laughs> pants and I had my and I had my stocking cap on. I like brought my stocking cap with for the plane because it was like kind of chilly and it was like raining all week. It was it was incredible weather. It was it was like forty eight or something like that. Like that's my prime. Like that's I existed in my <laughs> prime right there. So that was great. Yeah. And then um I don't know. We, I had you, and we didn't have anybody else. I didn't have to like entertain somebody. I didn't have to like put on the party switch or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I have you. Who were just like you did everything. You signed us up for every ride. You said, "Hey, we're going here. We're going there." It was incredible. Okay, so I'm then tour so it set me up for the best day to have. And then we um, we tested out some things. So I loved the fresh air roller coasters with no screens. I loved mm-hmm. Big Thunder. Is that what it's called? Yep, Big Thunder Mountain. And then we like got a fast pass to go on this. Did we fast pass on Spidey? Yeah, yeah. 
We went on the Spider-Man thing, and it was so cool. I was wowed. I was wowed by the Spider-Man thing, by throwing the webs and how it like actually saw my hand. We actually threw the web. The people sitting next to us on the ride, they did way better than us, and I thought I did pretty good. <laughs> yeah, well, Web Slingers, the latest, uh, the latest attraction over there at Avengers Campus at DCA. So you loved that. That I was, I, I, I really was glad that you liked it so much because not that it was getting hated on, but it was just like you know, much like Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, it was like this is cool, but like where's the big big ride? And like, so I'm glad that there that that there was some pushback to that and that this is actually a, a really a really quality ride for a lot of people. I, I like it a lot too. Um, you know, it's 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 a really fun game, like you said, where it's a simulator where you actually it's like Toy Story Mania, only instead of uh, you know, pulling a little little toy to shoot something at the screen, you are just using your arms and the webs are coming out and shooting on the screen. So it's a really fun game and we had a good time saving Avengers Campus together. Um, but yeah, you can go to but our I, Instagram. I, I page. love I love subtle things, but I get why. I get if you waited in line two hours for that, and you have this like six minute ride, sure, sure. right? It might cloud. It might cloud the joy of the simplicity. I could see. Yeah, it. but Spidey's so big. I mean, especially now after the latest film, I feel like just so many people are stoked to have that spider-man experience so yeah so we we posted pictures um on our, we did a post on instagram i'll probably try and throw some more up as stories because i have some more photos i've edited from our day since then so you can check that out um but yeah we're we're rolling every weekend doing Wait, shows you want you want me to talk about um rise of the resistance rise yeah what do you think about rise of resistance the, the wow the blockbuster factor. wow factor we did a 90 <laughs> we i think it was two hour wait uh-huh. but we were like we were hanging around Batu. It was at the very end of the night. We're like, we got time. We got time. We got time. We then got we time. go up there to like say like, hey, when are you guys close? And you're like, you guys are it. You're last. Your last and I was like, was. oh my gosh, what if we didn't go up here? We would. I know they close rise one hour before Disneyland closes. So if you're, if you're listening and, and trying to get on, understand that. Because we were waiting around because it like closed for a little bit during the day. Yeah, it goes you down said because it like got broken or something like that. Yeah, and. Man, I don't even want to talk about it. I because no, don't, don't no spoilers, but you can just say kind of how you felt about it. You know the feelings that it gave you. D- just the multiple levels you go through, even as mm-hmm. a non, like, thrill ride person experience, it like me- meshes so many things together. And I appreciate that the A game was brought. Yeah, and yeah. two of the things were on B mode because they broke. You tell me later, you're like, hey, that's supposed to be here, here, and here. That's B mode. I'm like, that's B mode? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's 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 unlike anything else because of its ambition and scope. So it's like that's really what the thing is. It's not one ride. It's multiple experiences within an attraction. So that, that kind of thing has really kind of never been done before, um, quite how they do it here. So that's really what's special about this attraction, even if you're not a Star Wars person, is to yeah, experience the multi levels and the different ride vehicles and you know, it's just it's so wild how they put all those pieces together and again. I mean, so this ambitious. ride has been hyped since the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's like when you like like whatever like new comedy movies come out and all your buddies see it and they're like tell you all the jokes already and then you go yeah. see it and it still is hilarious right that's a good analogy yeah it's a blockbuster film that like you know everyone's gonna see but then like it's actually good too <laughs> yeah fantastic well i'm glad you had a good time everybody thank go. you neil for being my tour guide you're neil i know that this is one of your goals you told me this you revealed something about yourself that didn't know about uh-huh. you that you want to be 
you want to be like a special tour guide at either of the Disney parks. I would love to be a VIP tour guide, a.k.a. a plaid at uh, Disneyland or Disney World. I just think it's really fun and to share knowledge about the place. And you get to walk around and see the parks every day and not do the same thing every day. So I feel like if that if I were to work at the parks, that would be my goal is to work with the guests in that kind of way and drop some knowledge and drop some history and all that kind of thing. So very fun but yeah if you're going to disney parks let me know i'll try to help you out with your trip um all right that does it for new with Koo. come see us cuckoocanger.com check out the shows and uh we got more gigs coming up and more podcasts coming up be sure to call us and uh get a question in for for us for the mailbag mailbag 612-424-0036 leave a voicemail we'll answer it on the next episode of banter buddies brian thanks for doing this podcast today a different day a different time of day but same great show i would say right do we do, do you think we did a good episode here today i think i think we did i i always like that like after like the 30 minute mark breaks we get like into it we warm up yeah. but i am swang um and if i'm not talking very much it's just because i have to pee so bad all right well that means it's the end of the show uh, we'll see you next time bye brian bye neil